don't go picking up snakes. Be scared of snakes. Treat them with respect. But there will be people in the world who aren't scared to pick up snakes because they've been through the process to overcome their fear. And there are people in this world who are just, ah, snakes are lovely, let's just pick them up. They've been through a process, doing it scared, and then identifying what it is I'm scared of, and they have just to practice faith. Hey everyone, welcome to Delta Pod. Today, we're going to be talking about something that infects all of us. We all have this. We all need to overcome it. And today we're talking about fear. And more specifically, something that I think is the antidote to fear. The relationship between fear and faith. I suppose that would be the hypothesis that if we have fear in something, it means we lack faith in something. And so by analysing that thing, that thing we we have fear around, and we can identify what it is we're lacking faith in, we can start to reduce our fear and our need for courage. And I'm going to propose a bit of a kind of a flow um, all the way through to the point where we might have something called unconscious faith. We just are not scared of something because we've done something so many times. This is a subject matter which I've wrestled with quite a bit before throughout my life, but I suppose throughout all of our lives, that fear is an almost an ever-present thing. Caveman ancestors or cave people ancestors, fear is a good thing, right? It stops you getting eaten by a saber-toothed tiger. It's, it, it enables survival, right? So fear is a natural thing. But once again, in the world we live in, we are very comfortable, right? We don't necessarily have to have such fear around everything. And because life is so comfortable, fear gives way to anxiety. A fear and anxiety could potentially be interchangeable. The nature of faith and understanding it and what it is can help us move forward and perhaps hopefully be a little bit less anxious, have a little bit less fear and at least understand what's going on a little bit more. Right? I'm not going to say it completely remove things, but it was going to help us understand what's going on, bring some order to our messy minds. I really dealt with this a lot when I was in a teenager. I um, I did a lot of rock climbing from like 14 to 17 to the point where I, I did it at school. It's part of like I'm almost my, my school curriculum. Every Wednesday, we'd go and climb all day and then, eat, and then like two or three evenings a week, I'd be out bouldering. The nature of climbing is this very raw relationship between fear and being a good climber. When, I, when you look at it, if you're a good climber and you're the Alex Hanold of the world and you're climbing thousands of metres or thousands of feet without ropes. Yes, you experience fear, but you've done it so many times that you have faith in your ability. Right? You've constantly pushed the boundary of where that faith might be ending. You're almost expanding that comfort zone. Right? You've done it so many times, you're so comfortable just climbing at height without ropes that there is no fear, right? You don't need courage, actually. So therefore, you're very relaxed. You can perform better as a result. And what I found out with climbing, when I was physically fitter and then I had complete faith in my gear, I wasn't scared. I was really enjoying the moment. But actually, the moments of fear, and on every climbing route, there's something called the crux, which I love this phrase. The crux on the climbing route is what gives the climbing route the grade, right? Is There's always like either a sequence of moves or one specific move, which sets the technical grade right so if it's a really hard move it'll be a higher grade but equally when you're out climbing outside you'll have um like an extreme rating so how extreme is it so if you're doing that really technical move hundreds of feet up and without much protection it it means the grade of the route is higher and so for me i kind of peaked out at what they call e2 multi-pitch e2 climbing which is where you're climbing multiple lengths of the rope so you could be hundreds of feet in the air climbing to a relatively technical level, hundreds of feet in the air, there were some scary moments. I remember a specific point where there was this little overhang, like a metre overhang. And if I fell, probably 
six meters, something like that. Um, and that's a long way to fall, right? And you're going to smash into the cliff and like the extreme rating was high. But the movement, there was some nice big handholds. The movement wasn't that hard. And I think it's this whole relationship. What was my faith in? Did I need to be scared? I have fear. I was fit. I wasn't going to hit the floor. Um, yes, I might get hurt. So where's my faith? Can I completely remove fear? Well, probably not. I'm not sure we can ever do that. But I could analyse it and say, actually, no, I've got this. I'm physically prepared. My gear's good. Let's go for it. So I'm bringing, rather than allowing my emotions to completely take over, I have this mindset of being able to analyse my fear, analyse my anxiety. Why am I anxious right now? What am I lacking faith in? Is it faith in who I am or have I not prepared here? What I've got some previous experience with these people around me that is causing that, that lack of faith in them wanting the best for me. Fear is a constant, constant friction. It's constantly working, almost this, the friction that's kind of putting against us, stopping us being towards our potential. It's that fear of failure or fear of, will I be unsuccessful? Will people laugh at me? Will I get physically hurt? Those kind of things. That's constantly acting against us. The thing that's acting for us is our ability to have faith, to build faith over time. We need faith if we are to overcome fear, but we need to have faith in a process because we first need courage to step into that space where you can practice faith. All right, so there's this relationship between fear, courage, and developing faith in that I need to almost prove to myself that I should have faith in something. And that's everything, like doing it scared, having courage is key here. Fear, for me, fear is doubt in a positive outcome. If I do this, it will end badly. It will risk my survival. Or in a more contemporary world, it will risk my reputation or it will damage my ego. People will laugh at me. For example, don't go picking up snakes. Be scared of snakes. Treat them with respect. But there will be people in the world who aren't scared to pick up snakes because they've been through the process to overcome their fear. For me, I think it's quite natural to be scared of snakes. And there are people in this world who are just, ah, snakes are lovely, let's just pick them up. They've been through a process. I'm going to offer a bit of a model now, a bit of a model as to what, how I think we need to process to go through overcoming fear. Firstly, you need to have courage, right? We need to practice having courage. Because courage enables us to practice having faith, right? Doing it scared and then identifying what it is I'm scared of enables us to practice faith. Then I have faith, right? So I've done it a few times. So I've picked up the snake. I've had courage the first time I've done it. Picked up a second time. Now practicing a bit of faith. I know what I was scared of, but actually there's not that much to be scared of. Now I have faith, right? It's not that I'm no longer scared, but actually I'm focused on my faith. I'm focusing on, I'm confident in my abilities. I'm confident in the situation. I think really a great place to get to, and this is perhaps starts to move into like flow state kind of theories and stuff like that, is we get into this place of unconscious faith, right? We are Alex Hannold who can go and climb thousands of feet without ropes up a really hard climbing route. Complete faith in our ability to the point we don't even think about it. We're going for it. We're naturally flowing through the activity without feeling fear. So courage, you need courage to try to move into a space where skills and experience allow me to develop and practice faith. And we need to continue practicing our faith and courage in the face of fear, right? For climbing, the example I'm using here, I would have, I'm practicing my belief or my faith in my gear, but also having courage in the face of the extreme rating, being at height and those kind of perhaps more unnatural things when you first start doing them. The activity becoming familiar as a result of faith. We've done it a few times, we're building courage, we're practicing our faith 
And then actually, because more familiar, right? I'm used to picking up the snake. Or I'm used to climbing at height. To the point where I'm a lot more comfortable now. That I'm not anxious the night before and I can't sleep. Actually, it's just a natural part of activity. So there's this whole thing about persistently and consistently doing something actually reduces our fear. Like, I feel like a lot of people say, I'm scared of heights. Well, how much time have you spent at height, right? If you've not spent a lot of time at height, it's un- unfamiliar. Therefore, yes, it's nat- that's a natural thing. Like we're, f- we're fearful of the unfamiliar. We don't know what's going to go on. Whereas actually, if you spend a bit of time doing that, spend a bit of time with having to use courage, having to employ faith, we're going to start to become a lot more comfortable, right? To the point where actually I have faith in these things. And that faith moves to the point where I'm now comfortable and actually I'm fine at heights. Courage is key, right? Courage is what you think get you going. And I spoke previously about discipline leading to desire, leading to devotion. I think courage is in here, is in here right? We need the courage to move through the point of exposure. The point of exposure being the key point, the one second where am I going or am I not going? Am I stepping out? Am I making the move? Am I doing the climb? Am I moving into that space where I'm a bit un- uncomfortable, I'm a bit scared of that space? Moving into that point of exposure, that's where courage and discipline are required. Let's kind of work it through. So let's say I'm anxious about a big presentation at work. Where do I lack faith? I'm unsure of my ability to speak in public. I'm unsure of my knowledge or on the subject matter. I don't think I know it perhaps as well as I need to know it. We can kind of do some analysis. And by analysis, we ask ourselves, so what? Right. I'm scared of this, so what? We can just start to look at the kind of factors that are affecting that fear or creating that fear. In that example, how can I go and practice my presentation? How can I go and get better at the subject matter knowledge? And the more I do that, the more I'm going to be able to reduce my anxiety or my fear around doing that presentation. If you're not going to put the time in, then yes, you're going to have to do it scared. Right? And actually, if it's your first time you're doing presentations or you've not done it often, yes, there's going to be an element of fear, so you're not going to completely remove it, but you can start to mitigate it and reduce it through identifying what you don't have faith in and building faith in those areas, building skill, building competence in those areas. The key thing here, and perhaps a discipline here, would be rather than stewing on anxiety and fear, like allowing it to eat us up and thinking about, oh, I'm so scared of this, or I'm anxious, or I'm these freedoms, I don't know what it's all about. Challenge yourself to move forward by looking for the element you need to develop your faith in. I think faith takes courage, but we need to practice that process, that process of moving from courage and faith and back again. Don't just accept fear. Don't just accept anxiety. Go challenge it. Take courage and pursue faith. That's the key message from this. Take courage and pursue faith. In summary, there's that process, right? If you're scared of something, understand that you need to go through almost like four steps. I need to have courage. I need to do it scared. And when doing that, I'm practicing my faith. I'm identifying the areas where I need to have faith. If I want to step back and analyse it before, I can do, but you're always going to need some level of courage initially. The more you do it, the more you have faith in your abilities or in the familiarity of the situation. And then you move to the space of unconscious faith. I'm no longer scared. And actually, when I'm no longer scared, do I need courage? In a perfect world, we can get to the point where we have unconscious faith. We are no longer scared and we don't need courage. We have complete confidence and faith in our abilities or in whatever the, the circumstances or the situation is. A question, question to challenge yourself here with. I think firstly, do challenge your fear. Take courage and pursue faith and, and ask this question, where in my daily life is a lack of faith limiting me? And I think that that model, that faith loop, let's call it the faith loop, the courage into kind of practicing faith, into faith, into unconscious faith. And then what we're likely to do is as our performance goes up or as there's new scenarios arise, we're then going to feel a bit of fear again. So we're going to have to go back to practicing courage, practicing faith, having faith, 
having unconscious faith and ran again. So that faith loop, how can you apply that? How can you step back and look at perhaps some of the areas you're feeling anxiety or you're fearful and perhaps that faith loop? And specifically, where in your daily life is a lack of faith limiting you? And that's it. Once again, this is all on the blog. Deltapodblogs.com has a blog all about this and has the model, has the faith loop in it. And I'll expand a bit more on some of my journey with fear and anxiety. Um, but I'd love to know what you think. Please let me know in the comments somewhere. All the best.